Hey y'all, welcome to Midnight Cry. This is your host Nico. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You betcha and you know it. It is always a privilege and an honor to be here with you guys. Man, I am so super stoked about this word. Y'all, it is amazing. It is fire. It is fire shut up in my bones and I am so, so ready to uh, break open this word and just like, man share the wealth of the kingdom of God man he is so amazing like he loves us so much y'all like so super much like he loves us so much that before he even created us and knew that we were gonna fall and fail he already had a a plan of escape a way out for us and if that's not love I don't know what he is but even bigger than than just that you know what I'm saying like Jesus he literally came to this earth the creator of mankind poured himself into flesh allowed his creation to beat him and scourge him and spit upon him pulled the flesh off of his body bled to death, gave up the ghost, rose again on the third day so that we can be reconciled to the Father. That is amazing. That is simply amazing. And um, we are embarking upon uh, a precious time appointed by God. And um, I just I have a passion but not a, a, a passion that is misguided. I have compassion for we, the people of God, because, y'all, we've been walking around in grave clothes for a very long time, and it is time for us to take off our grave clothes. Amen? Amen. So uh, today, I just want to ask a few questions, just a throw a few things out for us to think about. Um, this is going to be a series um, entitled The Constitutions of God's Kingdom. Um, but tonight, this is the opening of it. And I just want to ask us a few questions for us to, again, to really ponder, to really think about, to really begin to ask God to open our eyes and um, open our ears so that we can see and hear um, from heaven what is really being said to we his people you know the word of God tells us that judgment begins in the house of God and if it begins with us where does it leave everybody else you know if we are not walking the way that his word declares where does that leave the rest of the world you know if we're walking around still in our grave clothes how can we um, lead others to the fullness of Christ Jesus if we haven't come to the fullness of his glory, the fullness of his compassion, the fullness of his love, the fullness of his reflection is virtually impossible. So the first question I want to ask us is, do we believe that all scripture is the truth? Do we believe that all scripture is the truth because if we don't believe that all scripture is the truth 
we will not be able to come into the truth. There are many people that say the Bible has been tampered with. They took different books out. They It's the white man's religion. There are many different things that people say about the scriptures. But the question is posed to you today. Do you believe that all scripture is the truth? The second question posed today is this. Did Jesus attend the holy days, the feast days? Did Jesus attend the holy days, the feast days? Did he? If the question is yes, and we are to follow in his example, why are we not attending the holy days, the feast days? The third question is, did Jesus make mention of them being done away with? I'm going to repeat that. Did Jesus make mention of the holy days, the feast days, being done away with? Because if he did, then we're justified in our way of worship today. The fourth question I want to ask us is, did Jesus substitute the feast days, the holy days, for Christmas and Easter? Let me ask that question again. Did Jesus substitute the holy days, the feast days, for Christmas and Easter? These are questions that we need to ask ourselves. The fifth question and the final question is, does the scripture mention celebrating Christmas or Easter as a way of worship to God? I'm going to ask that question again. Does the scripture mention celebrating Christmas or Easter to honor and worship God? Hmm. Those are some questions that we must consider in this season. In this season. So, to, let's go to the word because the word is the truth. If you believe that all scripture is true. Assuming that you believe that all scripture is truth. Let's go to Matthew 5 starting at verse 17. And we're going to end at verse 20. Verse 17 of Matthew 5 reads like this. Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy but to fulfill. For verily I say unto you till heaven and earth pass one jot or one tittle and no wise pass from the law. Till all be fulfilled. Whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments. And shall teach men so. He shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. 
but whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I say unto you that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, ye shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. Jesus said out of his own mouth that he did not come to to destroy the law or the prophets. He didn't come for that. He didn't come for that. There is a way that we do things that we have been taught from generation to generation of how we should worship God. But they have been wrong according to the word of God. Now, if we believe that all scripture is the truth, then we must believe the words of Jesus that said he has not come to destroy the law of the prophets. He further goes along to say that until heaven and earth pass away, not one jot or tittle shall in no wise pass from the law. Meaning that the law stands still. Even today. Until heaven and earth pass away. The law still stands. Church. Believers. Children of God. It is time for us to take off our grave clothes. It is time for us to take off our grave clothes. Jesus, in this very same chapter, from verses 21 to 48, made amendments to the law, but he did not change the law. He made amendments to the law, but he did not change the law. Those amendments that he made, you can go and read them for yourself. It's quite lengthy, and I'm not going to read them tonight, but this is something for you to do. He made amendments to the law. In those amendments, no time did he say, as he said about other things that we heard in times past. Never did he say in times past, ye have heard that these feast days are no more relevant. And no time in his amendment to the law Did he say, we don't have to honor the Sabbath? In no time in his amendments of the law did he say, don't keep the Feast of Passover. Don't keep the Feast of Tabernacles. Don't keep the Feast of Weeks. He never said that. He never said in his amendment of the law that I'm taking away the feast days. In times past, you have heard that the Feast of Passover and the Feast of Tabernacles and the Feast of Weeks are everlasting feasts. But I'm telling you that in lieu of those, I want you to celebrate Christmas and Easter. He didn't say that. He didn't say that. He has said over and over and continuously through his word, don't add anything to his word and don't take anything away from his word. 
But if I don't believe that all scripture is the truth, then I'm justified in my adding to his word in my worship of Christmas and Easter. All right. If we're looking at the scriptures, y'all, through the eyes of our humanity, we are looking through the eyes of flesh. What's flesh is flesh. And what spirit is spirit. See the Pharisees were looking at Jesus. Through their humanity. Through their flesh. And they missed what he was trying to do. With them. He was one first coming to correct them. To correct their vision. To correct how they heard the word of God. Because how you hear a thing is how you respond. Okay? Okay? So he was coming to correct them. He was saying, yeah, y'all doing these things. But, but, but you don't, you're not doing this for me. Y'all, y'all, but I'm coming. I'm not throwing y'all away. God ain't throwing us away. He's saying, I'm here to correct this. I want you, I want you to correct this. He says, if your righteousness does not exceed the righteousness of the Pharisees and the scribes, you will not enter the kingdom of God. What exactly does that mean? What was the righteousness of the, of, of the, of the Pharisees and scribes? Self-righteousness. We know. Believers, we believers, we the children of God, we the bride of Christ know that our righteousness is as filthy rags. And our righteousness is in Christ Jesus alone. And because of that. Every feast, Passover, Tabernacles, the Feast of Weeks, what the Bible calls the Feast of Pentecost, are all celebratory of the work of salvation that Jesus did at Calvary. The Passover, he is the Passover lamb without spot or blemish. The Tabernacle, he is the Tabernacle. In every article in it. He is. Because of his work at Calvary. At the Feast of Weeks. He is the first fruit. And because of him. We have been gifted. With the blessing. Of the harvest. Of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Because of this. These are reasons to celebrate God. These are reasons to worship God in spirit and in truth. But if I don't believe that all of the scripture is the truth, then I stand justified in my way of worship. In order to understand spiritual matters, we must have entered into life from death. Jesus said to Lazarus, come forth. Lazarus. Come forth. He said, Nico, come forth. But he didn't just stop there. He further made the statement to, to, to those to death. He further made the statement to death to loose him and let him go. So we have salvation. Because he has called us from death to life however 
we are still walking around in our grave clothes. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, it doesn't matter how I worship God. It doesn't matter. I'm doing this in honor of Jesus. I'm doing this for his resurrection. I'm doing this for his birth. Eh. If it ain't in the word of God, it's contrary to the word of God. Unless I don't believe that all of the scripture is the truth. Now, if I don't believe that all the scripture is the truth, then I stand justified in my way of worship. Every single miracle that Jesus performed was a testimony against us of a heavenly matter. It was a testimony against us of our spiritual destitute state. State of destitution. Every miracle that Jesus performed was a testament against our spiritual state. Well, what exactly does that mean? He opened the eyes of the blind because we were spiritually blind. He healed the lame because we are spiritually lame. He opened the ears of the deaf because we have stopped our ears. He healed the diseased because his body, the body of Christ, is full of infection. He showed us what it is to be selfish, selfless. In our selfishness. Because I have what it takes. And all I'm worried about is myself. He raised the dead. To show us that we are spiritually dead. The miracles that Jesus performed. Were a testament against us. Well I didn't live in that day and time. It wasn't a testament against me. But we're still blind, lame, diseased, deaf, selfish, self-centered, and dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's time for us to take off our grave clothes. It's time to take the wrap off of our eyes, our ears. It's time for those grave clothes to be removed from our hands. It's time for those grave clothes to be removed from our feet. It's time for those grave clothes to be removed from our mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, Jesus did not condemn the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and the scribes. He said, I ain't, I'm not coming to condemn you. He said, I'm here 
that through me, you will be free. I didn't come to the, the word of God. Jesus is not come to condemn us. It has, it has come to set us free. To set us free. To set us free. It's time for us, y'all, to take off those grave clothes. I know, I know, I know. This is the way I do it. And it's not a sin to do it, and I don't care what you say. Well, I didn't say it was a sin, but what does the Bible say? Does the Bible say do it? Because if the Bible says do it, then that means it's the truth. But if the Bible don't say do it, then it means it's a lie. Unless we don't believe that all of the scripture is the truth. So now the, 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 the question is posed not to anybody else, but to ourselves. What do I really believe? Who do I really believe? Do I believe the way that I was taught? Or do I believe the word of God? Do I believe the way that my teachers taught me? Or do I believe the word of God? Because if I don't believe that all scripture is the truth, then I stand justified in my way of worship. Mm -hmm. It's time for us to take off our grave clothes. Those that worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. If his spirit dwells in you and you dwell in him then truth will not be hard to come to yes 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 it's going to shock your your thought process it's going to the thought of the way that I have been worshiping all this time is incorrect. Is going to rock you. Mm-hmm. The Bible declares that let the mind that is in Christ Jesus also be in you. He said, I'm going to write my laws in their hearts and in their minds. And I will be their God and they will be my people. I will write my laws in their hearts and in their minds. And I will be their God and they will be my people. Why? What's important about his law being written in our hearts and in our minds? Because whatsoever a man thinketh, so is he. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. If I don't know the laws of God, then I cannot walk in the truth of who he is. Because what's flesh is flesh and what's spirit is spirit. It is time to take off these grave clothes. We have been risen with Christ. So be, we have been risen with Christ.
And if we have been risen with Christ, then we are to follow the example of Christ Jesus. Not what the theological schools have taught us. Not what religion has taught us. Not what our traditions have taught us. But we will follow the example of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm. But if I don't believe that our scripture is the truth, I stand justified in my way of worship. It's time to take these grave clothes off, y'all. And God loves us. God loves us. It's not by chance or coincidence that Jesus says, You don't want to hear these words. Depart from me. I never knew you, you workers of iniquity. You've probably heard me say this before. The definition of iniquity is lawlessness. The definition of iniquity is lawlessness. Hmm. But if I don't know the law, if it's not written in my heart and in my mind, I cannot obey it. It's one thing to read a thing, but it's another thing to understand, to be brought to, to the understanding by way of the Holy Spirit of what it is that he is saying. Because we can read a thing, and if we read it in our flesh, we will, we will understand it according to our flesh. But God is not flesh. He is spirit. And those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. By way of his spirit that leads us to walk in his truth. His word is spirit, and his word is truth. But if I don't believe that the scriptures are the truth, then I stand justified in my way of worship. Let's take these grave clothes off. In the name of Jesus, let's take these grave clothes off because he said that we can. Amen. I love y'all. God loves us so much more that he will not leave us in everlasting ignorance. Don't take my word for it. Get in the word for yourself unless you don't believe that our scripture is the truth. Again, I love y'all. God loves y'all so much more until we meet again. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. <laughs>